0: You absolutely can teach an old dog new tricks. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, guys. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. We are live on a Wednesday. How the hell are you? Let me guess. You guys either took the week off for the holidays or you're at work right now and pretending to work because everyone else at the office took time off. I know the game. I know the game, baby. What's going on, guys? Check it out. I am wearing my suspension, Max gear rocking the suspension max gear from my friends at suspension max in bay city michigan let me tell you guys if you guys have a little a little thing a little package that you're working with the best way to compensate is by getting a lift kit for your truck (laughs) oh man yeah yeah the guys the folks over at at suspension max uh sent me some free swag. uh because they like my content. There, there's a specific individual I don't want to call him out, though. I want to protect his anim- <laughs> anonymity. <laughs> but yeah, a guy over at Suspension Max sent me a whole bunch of swag for Christmas, so I appreciate it. I really like the uh, the bottle openers. Those are those are pretty awesome. They look like almost look like uh, wrenches, but they're for opening bottles. Pretty cool. All right, guys. I started working on my new dating course uh, for guys living in rural flyover country right? Because you never hear about that. You never hear about that. It's always like, hey, if you live out in the country, uh, move to a big city, bro. Move to a big city. You know, It's like shooting fish in a barrel. (laughs) It's like, what if you have a parenting agreement and you can't just pick up and move to a big city? What do you do then? Do you just suffer? Because there's no cold approach in the cow pasture. Anyway, that's the name of the course. And uh, so far, I sat down last night and I wrote out uh, six pages of bullet points so far that I need to get through I'm still there's still like three uh, modules that I need to I need to lay out still so it's it's gonna be a pretty you know comprehensive course. Uh, I think it's gonna be well worth your money guys. so stay tuned for that. that should be available here in the upcoming weeks. um I just gotta knuckle down and find time to to get it all filmed and everything like that. I'm trying to get it done this week, but we'll see. So we're not talking about that today, though. This episode is for you old guys out there, guys who have spent decades after decades being the nice guy, being the guy who compromises, being the guy who thought you were doing everything right, but never got where you wanted in life, especially with women. You know what I mean? You got walked all over. Uh, you know, you, 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 you made sure that they were your best friend and and they just stabbed you in the heart every time, every time. And, uh, you want to turn things around, right? It's not too late. It's not too late. I'm here to tell you that you can teach an old dog new tricks. I'm here to tell you that it's never too late to turn things around and make the life that you want. Are you in your 60s right now? Are you an old guy in your 60s right now? You have at least, at least 30 years, 30 good years left, okay? If you play your cards right, if you do things right, you got a lot of time. It's a lot of goddamn time, if you ask me. 30 years? That's like, I mean, at the time of this, that's uh, three quarters of my life right there right? You still have that much left at least. Okay. Uh, so why not make the most of it? Right guys, before we get too far into this, be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications and sound off in the, in the live chat today, whether you're on Facebook, you can, if you're on Twitter right now, I don't get a, I think most people on Twitter jump into the podcast and then head on over to YouTube. I think they're just trained to do that, but If you are watching on Twitter for whatever reason and you want to sound off, sound off in the comments. I can actually share that on the screen now. They have that available. But uh, sound off and participate. That makes these go by much smoother. And, guys, please send Super Chats. Super Chats help support the show probably more than anything else. All right. So some some say that it's dangerous. It's dangerous to red pill old guys. Some say that. They're too set in their ways. They are so completely programmed in blue-pilled ideology that when you tell them the truth, right, like, man, they had their heart ripped out, and you finally say, hey, man, this is how it's always been. Man, they just can't take it. They can't handle it. it. Reminds me of this scene. I can't go back, can I? No. But if you could, would you really want to? i feel i owe you an apology we have a rule we never free a mind once it's reached a certain age it's dangerous the mind has trouble letting go i've seen it before and i'm sorry Mm -hmm. who remembers that scene (laughs) it's uh it's dangerous man you know it could be true for a lot of guys though not just old guys right that's where we, uh, we end up with Black Pillars and migtout guys, right? They get burned. They read a book like The Rational Male. <laughs> they listen to the Sam Botta audio version. <laughs> Shout out to Sam. Love Sam. Love Sam. More often than not, though, they read that kind of stuff, and then they get angry. They get really angry, don't they? We call that red pill rage, don't we? But most, more often than not, they're angry with themselves. They're ang- angry with themselves for being so blind, for not seeing the obvious, even though it was staring them in the face the whole time. Right? It's not necessarily the whammin that they're mad at. They're mad at themselves. Because they, they were duped. They were duped into uh, believing this fairy tale. You know what I mean? Some guys go to the extreme zero out. Don't they? Right. There's other ways though. You know what I mean? You don't have to zero out. You can look at it for what it is, which is a learning experience. It's a learning experience. You know, it's kind of like when you touch the stove and you burn your hand. That's a learning experience. Doesn't feel good, but you learn, don't you? Don't touch the stove. Sometimes we need pain. We need that pain as a catalyst to level up. We need that pain, don't we? More most guys don't end up in this space without any pain at all. You know what I mean? They something happened. Something happened, you know? Maybe they're still married, but they're miserable right now and they're trying to figure out how to get their girl to to bang them again. Right? Guys don't find the red pill because they're happy in their marriage, <laughs> right? There's other ways, right? If you change your mindset about it, you can start changing your results. It's never too late. And I think it's funny because I'm an older guy on social media. I'm an older guy on social media, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> I've got gray in my beard and I'm talking about dating and spinning plates, right? I get these young kids on YouTube shorts, YouTube shorts are the worst. They're absolutely brutal. <laughs> and I think it's usually it's because there's young punk kids, you know, that, that watch YouTube shorts. Back I get these kids on YouTube shorts or whatever, tell me that I have no business giving out dang advice. I should be married and taking care of my children at this point in my life. Right. I should be married. I should be settled down. I should be, you know, running around after the, after the whippersnappers. snappers. <laughs> A lot of these kids, even though statistically they probably grew up in a divorced split family environment, they just can't fathom that some of us did what they talked about. We already did that. I've been there and done that, kid. Right? We did what we were supposed to do. We did what we were supposed to do. What society says that we should be doing. We got married early on. We had kids. I certainly did. That was me. Man, I got married before I was even old enough to buy alcohol. I couldn't buy alcohol on my own wedding reception because that's what I was doing. I was doing the right thing, right? And I have two wonderful kids. I have two wonderful kids right now. One's off at college. She's absolutely killing it. And the other's in high school, you know? Did I plan to get divorced? Of course not. Of course not. Nobody... Plans to get divorced, that's just something that tends to happen, right? At a 50% rate, by the way. And 80% of the women are the ones that file it. 80% of the divorces that are filed are filed by women, I should say. That's a better way of saying it. But the thing was, is I didn't understand how to lead relationships back then. I had no idea what I was doing. Most guys don't. Most guys get married. And they're just winging it. They have no idea. They have no plan. Zero. I didn't know how to pick better women back then. Right? I didn't learn how to do all of that kind of crap until I turned 40. 40. There's guys in the comments right now that are, are much younger than me. Right? My man, uh, where, where's he at? Where's he at? My man Kamal here. Much younger than me. He's a young buck compared to me. <laughs> the differences between a nice guy and a centered man is that the centered man accepts his flaws and appreciates the value he brings to the table. The nice guy has no self-respect. Correct, Kamal. I, I would agree with that. Right? Uh, Omega Hashira here. He's much younger than me. I'm definitely not watching while working. Well, you, put, who's really working this week anyway? Come on, man. <laughs> we've got a super chat. I'll save that here for a second. Um, <laughs> so I didn't learn how to do all that kind of stuff till I was 40, right? It's one of the reasons I wrote my book, okay? One of the reasons why I wrote my book. Everything I wish I knew when I was 18. Because none of us are taught this kind of stuff. We're not taught this kind of stuff. And some of us don't learn it until we're a little bit older in life. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, that's why I say, like, this book isn't just for 18-year-olds. You know what I mean? Like, if you... If, if there's a lot of stuff in this book that you might not have known about, and, and uh, you might be a little bit older in life, and it's time to time to start learning it. I'll tell you what, though, if you're reading this book at 60, and you haven't done the stuff in the everything, um, everyone could be rich chapter, you're in a world of hurt. You're in a world of hurt if you hadn't start started doing that stuff about 20 years before, just letting you know. <laughs> but everything else is good. Everything else you could do. That's one of the reasons why I wrote my book, right? Because those, those same little, sh- yeah, we're after the eight minute mark. Those same little shits on YouTube have no clue either, right? Those same little shits on YouTube that are making those kind of compliments. They have no clue. They have no idea what they're doing in relationships. They're just winging it. They're doing what they were, what society's told them to do. They're doing what Hollywood has told them to do. And they're going to suffer the same fate as me. Unless they start listening to old guys like me, right? Who have finally figured it out. Those guys are gonna suffer the same fate. Okay. But you know, some of us have to learn the hard way. Let's get to some of these super chats. We got we got two of them already. Oh my god, my man Ed. $50 super chat. Never too late. Hoppy brew year. <laughs> man, you're gonna get you're gonna get this one today. Let's see which one. Yes. Walk into the club like, what up? I got a big cock. Dead, man. Just walking into the club like, what up? I got a big cock. (laughs) My man, Mike Steele, with a $10 super chat. You can't give good advice. You're old. You don't know what it's like. Same guys say, you can't give advice. You're too young. You haven't accomplished anything. Right. Who can give good advice, for fuck's sakes? Uh, A married guy? I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Mike Steele definitely fucks. Yeah, look, look, marriage by itself is not a measure of success. I'll tell you that right now, right? There's all these guys. I posted this yesterday on social media because I get it all the time, right? Guys are like, I've been married 30 years to my best friend. So what the fuck do you know? And I'm like, yeah, how's the sex, right? Well, I posted on there because this is absolutely true all these guys out there that think that they're married to their best friend and that, and they're happy. They have no idea, no fucking clue what's coming for them. They have no idea that their girl has been miserable for the last two years. and has been planning her exit. She's been rounding up her male orbiters and she is looking to get the fuck out. And she's calling lawyers. She's socking money away. She's doing all this shit. And these guys are just, Blindsided by it when that brick gets dropped in their lap, and they're like, I I had no idea what happened. She was my best friend. I did everything right. And then they end up in the red pill. Right now, I'm not saying you can't be happily married and you know, 20 or 30 years in, and there's plenty of guys that are, but I'm saying that most of those guys that use that as some kind of measure of success, like, oh, I'm married by itself, it's not a fucking measure of success. Literally, anybody could do it, anybody could get married. Okay, and half of those end up in divorce. So fuck off, right? (laughs) Oh, Paul Bauer, if you were to do it all again, would you marry in your 20s? Only difference being you have the knowledge you have now. Uh, If you read my book, Kamal, everything I wish I knew when I was 18, I talk about this. (laughs) Uh, No, I would not. I would not marry in my 20s, especially knowing what I know now. I would spend my entire twenties spinning plates and building my fortune. That's what I do, and then I would worry about settling down when I got into my thirties. That's what I would do. All right, guys. Where the hell are we? We already did. Uh, oh, let's see. Yes. So we talked about we talked about uh, guys like me finally figuring it out. Uh, be sure, guys, to. Uh, Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comonmanpod.com. I just mailed off about, I don't know, a dozen envelopes yesterday. Hopefully none of those get returned. Guys, guys. Okay. If you don't want stickers in the address field, just put don't want stickers. Don't put some fake address. I got a return yesterday. Some guy put somebody's address on there and of course it went to never, it went to an actual address and they were like, no one by this name lives here <laughs> and they sent it back. Like, don't make me waste a stamp. Okay. If you don't want stickers, that's cool. Just put, don't want stickers or no stickers please or whatever something like that in the address field so i don't waste a stamp okay especially you international bastards it costs me a buck 50 to to mail these stickers to you uh but you can get 20 dating app openers and you could get a free chapter of my book on the four different ways to meet women that's all available at com. guys get the book com. will take you to my author's page on amazon you can get all versions there i've got it on kindle i've got it on audible i've got it on paperback hardcover and i've got it as a special edition with you know dinosaurs and shit on the cover because guys like guy shit like that um check out my practical law of attraction course Com. it's a mindset course and once you get your mind right everything else tends to fall into place let me play a commercial for the book and then we'll get back to the topic at hand. Life is a journey filled with twists and turns. Why is it that essential life lessons aren't taught in school? You probably know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, but you know how to invest in a Roth IRA? We're not taught to build ourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually. The roadmap to success is more than just a college degree. You don't have to follow the traditional route. Success isn't confined to a classroom. It's about discovering your own path. You ever wish that someone handed you a guidebook to life when you were 18? Well, it's never too late to rewrite your story. Everything I wish I knew when I was 18. Advice for young men to create a great life for themselves. This book is your compass guiding you to pick the right career. How to invest wisely and how to prepare for a fulfilling future. To take control of your health and your fitness. Learn how to date efficiently and find genuine desires and master the art of leading healthy relationships. Your path is defined by the choices you make, not by others' expectations. Don't wait until you're 35 to unlock your potential. Order your copy now on Amazon. Rewrite your story. Build the life you deserve. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. and you're still waiting on it, just uh, an update on that. I checked with Amazon. It looks like most of those are coming next week. So as soon as those come in, I'm going to get those in the mail for you. So some of you guys have been waiting for for autographed copies, and you can get those on Gumroad, but they're on back order. Amazon's taking forever to ship me my my author's copies. (laughs) Mike's Talking about being married, Mike Steele says, the best friend zone. (laughs) Can you imagine? Can you imagine being in the friend zone in your own marriage? That's terrible. Terrible. Uh Kamal, all right, sir, you got me. Getting it on Audible. Thank you. I appreciate that. If if you guys have listened to it on Audible or if you, you know, read it on Kindle or if you've bought the the paperback and you're you've actually started reading it or finished reading it, please give it a review on Amazon or Audible. You know, give it whatever review you want. It helps other people figure out whether they want the book or not. A lot of people you know, they read reviews. It's weird. All right. Oh, Hey, Elena. She says, hi, Paul. How are you? I'll get back to you. Get back to this video after my class. Very well. Very well. Thanks for stopping in. (laughs) Goddamn mitochondria. It's the powerhouse of the cell. Everybody knows that. All right. let's Let's get back to this. Okay. So guys, it turns out, turns out that older guys still like to fuck. Did you know that? Did you know that older guys like to fuck? It's crazy youngins may, may see crazy for those youngins that tune into this on youtube but it's true old guys still like to fuck right nurse chick right The uh, shout out to uh to my girl nurse chick out there she she's a hospice nurse and so she she does home health care and she goes to like these you know old dying guys houses and um you know does what she needs to do but she goes there and like these old codgers are always like you know trying to hit on her and stuff it's it's kind of funny she tells me about it they still like to fuck guys okay (laughs) they still like to fuck yes john says yes yes we do (laughs) oh hey we got a two dollar super chat from from my man nathan let's knock this out by the way before we get too far into this here he gets damn that's a cold ass honky yes nathan's a cold ass honky (laughs) all right Yes, they still like to fuck. Okay, so when I started when I started learning how to date and spin plates after my divorce and after red Pill Chick, right? I didn't learn about plate spinning right after my divorce. In fact, I wouldn't say I got red pilled after my divorce. I mean, I got I realized that, like, you know, marriage is a bad deal for men. I, I realized that, but I didn't start reading all this material after my divorce, and I floundered, right? I've talked about the story tons of times on the podcast floundered on the dating circuit got into a relationship with the first girl that was nice to me ended up in a relationship i shouldn't have been in for four and a half years that's after that relationship is when i started studying this stuff and that's when i really got red pilled right but that wasn't until i had already i turned 40 by the time i started reading this material okay and i had Way more success way more success with hooking up successfully with multiple women than I ever did when I was a teenager ever did back before I got married before I was turned 20, right I had i um I, I really started dating seriously like my junior year in high school you know and then it was like all the way up until I turned 20. I, I had pretty much you know girlfriends every year, right but I was like serial monogamous dating with sniper mentality, you know what I mean and it wasn't until I turned 40 and started reading this stuff that I realized, oh my God, I, I had been doing it wrong my whole life. you know. And most people do. Most bad daters date that way. Okay. We'll get into that. But why was I more successful in my 40s? Because I learned how to date efficiently. That's why. Okay. This was something I just didn't know when I was 18. I didn't know how to do it. Okay. I learned how to Test for interest with multiple women at once and not get sniper mentality. Did you know, did you know, you probably do. You guys are smart. Did you guys know that if you date with sniper mentality, it can work. That's the reason why most people do it because it, you know, 20% of the time it works all the time. It can work, but you waste lots of time doing it. Okay. It's such a time waste. Okay. Um, Sometimes you'll waste weeks or months at a time pursuing one girl that has no interest in you. Weeks, days, or months, okay, going after a girl that has mediocre interest. That's what most guys do. And then when it doesn't work out, they get ghosted or whatever, they just get absolutely fucking crushed mentally, right? And they're like, oh fuck, women. This is this is the juice ain't worth the squeeze and shit. It's because they're dating wrong. Okay. <laughs> When you finally figure it out, you're frustrated. Or I'm sorry. When you finally find out that's not working, you're frustrated because not only did you waste all that time and got nothing in return, now you have to start the process all over again. Right? <clears throat> Talk about a grind. When I when uh, when guys, you explain to them the the, the process of of dating intentionally and spinning multiple plates, like they think that's a grind, and it can be. You know, like you really have to put some intention behind it. Like, okay, every, every night at this time, I'm going to swipe on the dating apps for an hour. Right. I'm going to chat with chicks for, for, for an hour. Right. I'm going to go out on social media. I'm going to add 30 chicks. Right. That seems like a grind at first until you make it a habit. Then it's, it's not, it's just something you do. You know what I mean? But a lot of guys are like, God, that sounds like a lot of work, you know, but you know, what's a lot of work doing all that. Until you get one girl that's semi responsive and then going all in on that one chick and have that not work out and have like weeks and months fucking waste. That's that is a lot of work. Okay. so monumental waste of your fucking time to do that. So I didn't learn. I didn't learn that until after I turned 40. I always thought that dating multiple women at once would be too hard. It's like, that's like, it's hard enough dealing with one woman chasing after one woman. But the thing is when you are dating multiple women, like you're not really chasing that hard. You know what I mean? Like you're actually developing interest and chicks like guys that have options and they start chasing you. You know what I mean? Like if you do this right, they start chasing you. It's not as hard as you think. <clears throat> actually makes it much fucking easier, okay? I didn't learn how to cut my losses with women whose actions told me that they weren't interested and that, and then that which would allow me to focus my attention on women who earned my attention, right? I didn't learn that kind of shit until after I turned 40, all right? I didn't learn concepts like pre-selection and hypergamy And how to use those things to my advantage until after I turned 40, right? You know what else I didn't quite understand in life until after my divorce? I learned that if I took control of my fitness, if I took control of my fitness, I could live longer. I could live longer potentially. I didn't have to take all sorts of uh, medications if I got fit. You know what I mean? A lot of these guys out there, um, you know, they they might have uh, diabetes. They might have um, other problems, right? Did you know that uh, Alzheimer's disease is is attributed to metabolic syndrome? You know what else is attributed to metabolic syndrome? Diabetes. If you look up all the different uh, ailments that are attributed to metabolic syndrome, you'll be shocked. You know what that means? That means poor diet and no fitness. <laughs> a lot of that kind of stuff can be cured just with a good diet and better fitness. It's fascinating, right? But I didn't learn that kind of stuff. <clears throat> I didn't figure that kind of stuff out until uh, until after my so I was like I was younger than 40 when I started getting my health back and my health back, right? Taking my health back. I was after It was after 35, though. I didn't figure out that 40 is really just a number for men who take control of their health. Why? Because at 40, I was in better shape than I was when I was 20. At 40, I was in better shape than I was at 20. At 20, I used to smoke cigarettes. I didn't work out hardly at all. There was times when uh, during my marriage, I would take up fitness, get back in shape and, and lose all the weight and stuff like that. But that would only last maybe six months to a year. And then I'd fall back on old habits and get fat again. Right. That I, I yo-yo dieted, dieted my entire marriage. And it was, it wasn't until my divorce, that I think I got the heaviest I ever was. And I've shown pictures on that on, on, uh, videos. If you go and look back in my live streams, I've shown pictures of that. I've done it. I, we did an episode on rule zero about just don't be fat. I showed pictures of my fat ass, right? It was bad. It was bad, right? I didn't, it wasn't until after my divorce that I decided to take my health back and make it, make a a serious commitment and, and be very disciplined about it, right? No matter what, no matter what now I am working out five days a week, no matter what, even if it's just going for a run right? If my day is so fucking hectic that I can't make it to the gym and lift weights, I at least go for a run. Okay. I at least do something. If I can't, if I'm traveling or something, sometimes you go on a travel day and it wastes an entire day traveling. I make it up the next day. I'll make it up on the Saturday. I'm doing five days worth of workouts, no matter what. If I feel sick, like when I, like I've caught in COVID over the last couple of years, even when I'm on my like I, I'm feeling like shit, I'll go run. I just run slower on those days, but I still go out. You know, I I I don't make excuses. I've decided I, back in 2016, no matter what, I'm working out five days a week. I have to literally be dying or have my leg fucking broken for me not to go work out. All right, <clears throat> that's uh that's discipline. That's a discipline is greater than motivation type situation, right? Because we're not always motivated to work out. Yesterday, I went to the gym. I didn't feel like going to the fucking gym, but I did it anyway because I have to, right? I made a rule for myself and I fucking do it, okay? I didn't learn that kind of shit until after I was 35. On top of that, you you learn that women are really attracted to older men who are in good shape and have their shit together. It's fascinating. It's fascinating, guys. Some self-limiting beliefs, out there, are oh, I'm I'm an old guy. Chicks wouldn't like me. Bullshit. Chicks dig older guys, right? They call this silver fox shit, right? Now, you might not think so. You might not think I'm a silver fox, but nurse chick does, and that's all that matters. (laughs) There's one thing uh, that a lot of guys in this space are kind of delusional about, though. I'll tell you what. Just because you're an older guy by itself does not mean that women like you more, okay? When they say that chicks dig older guys, they don't mean every older guy, all right? Have you seen some of the older guys around? They have. They're they're out of shape. They're fat. They got medical issues. They fucking have sleep apnea and shit. You know. Chicks don't like those guys, okay? But a guy who is, you know, a guy, a, a guy. Women are attracted to old fat guys with nothing going on, okay? They may get with old fat guys with lots of money, <laughs> but you don't want a woman who only likes you for your money, okay? And I, God, I, nothing pisses me off more than the guys who are coping online saying, ah, oh, women only care about money. You got to be rich to get ch-. bullshit. If you date like I tell you to date, you don't have to have a lot of money. You don't, okay? In fact, chicks don't even know how much you make for the first couple of dates, if you date like I tell you to date, they have no clue. They they develop interest and investment in you before they find out how much you make. And if you do make a lot of money, that's one of those things where it's like discovery trumps disclosure and they're like, "Oh shit, this guy's fucking loaded. Oh my god. I I already like this guy and he has money. Like that's just a bonus." Right? But you don't even have to you don't even have to be wealthy to, do, to date the way I tell you to date, all right? <laughs> women are very much attracted to an old guy who has stayed fit, lives a fun and exciting life, and has his life in order. They really do like that. They really do like that. Turns out old guys like that are interesting. They're interesting guys. And women really just want to join a man's lifestyle at the end of the day. So if you live an exciting lifestyle, man, you got something going for you. Okay. Plus you have a good career. Plus, you know, you're, you you do not have debt. Plus you, you know, you, you, all your bills get paid on time and you know, you have a, you have a, you have a vehicle to take her out in. <laughs> There's a reason why Doseki's most interesting man in the world is an older man. The life of parties he has never attended. If he were to punch you in the face, you would have to fight off the strong urge to thank him. Sharks have a week dedicated to him. He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer those Zakis. Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty, my friends. He's an older guy. He's an older guy and he's sexy to women because he's fucking interesting. All right. You want to be like, you want to be like the most interesting man in the world, right? If you are not fix that shit, it's not too late. It's not too late to take up interesting hobbies. Okay. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But speaking of Dos Equis and beer. Join the beer club, guys. Beer.comonmanpod.com. It's a good group of guys. There's a private Telegram community that's super active. All the guys are in there chatting every day. They're all working on leveling up. And then uh, if they have problems, they bring it to the group, right? That's what it's for. It's an outlet for guys. And it's good for our mental health. And it's only 10 bucks a month, right? Um, On January 7th, the legendary porn star, Eric Everhard, is giving us a free seminar for all beer club members. So join the beer club, check out that seminar. It's going to be well worth it. Eric is a, uh, he's just a, you know, for a for a—for a porn star, I hate to say it like that, right? But he's such a down to earth cat, right? For such a famous porn star, he's like one of the coolest guys I've ever met, right? And he offered to do a, a free seminar for the beer club. So check that out, guys. And then if you ever want any kind of coaching on this kind of stuff, you can find that at com. I still have some spaces available. All right. <clears throat> we got a bunch of chats here. What's going on? We've got... Yes, these days, most guys are not in shape and you don't have to be in your best shape for the whammans to chase you. You don't. You just have to be better looking than the next guy. You know what I mean? Yes, my man Thor is in his 60s really good shape. He's not in as good a shape as he was, uh, 10 years ago. You know, he's been taking care of his wife. She's had a lot of medical issues, but he's still in phenomenal shape. Drew Bay is ridiculously in good shape, ridiculously good shape. And he just won some fitness competitions too. Yes. Louis says can confirm chicks like older guys. Yep. Yes, Nathan, definitely keep those dates low investment. They got to earn more expensive dates. Most guys immediately lead with expensive steak dinners and shit and flying chicks to fucking Florida. No, 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 no. They got to earn that shit. All right. So where are we at? Okay, so let's talk about some benefits of being an older guy on the dating circuit compared to when you were dating in your teens or 20s, especially after... You've become red-pilled, okay? Get that at merch.com, man, pop.com. Um <clears throat> Maturity and frame, okay? By the time you reach your 40s, you likely have a better understanding of yourself and you're mature enough to realize that you don't know everything. So you're not afraid to seek answers to tr- and try new things, okay? If you've learned and more importantly applied red pill. You also have good frame, which women find extremely attractive. Okay. You can, this can also be in your sixties too, just FYI. I keep saying forties, but that's because, you know, I wrote this shit, but it it applies. All the game shit I talk about applies in all, in all levels of your life. You you can apply this stuff in your twenties. I had, um, Logan Duong on the podcast. He's learned, he literally learned from the same people I learned from. And he's a young buck in his 20s applying this stuff, and it works, okay? <clears throat> it also work in your 60s and 50s and whatever. Clearer priorities. When you're older, you have clearer priorities. With age comes a clearer sense of what you want and need in a relationship. You know what you want and what you won't tolerate. <clears throat> if you're smart. <laughs> you'll, if you're smart, you'll do what I call a contender's list. which I talk about in my long-term relationship chapter in this book, like how to write a contender's list. And that's literally you sit down and figure out what you want and what you won't tolerate. Okay. Financial stability over the years, you may have established a stable career and financial foundation. This stability can prove, uh, provide a sense of security and make you more attractive to women, but be smart about it. Okay. Be smart about it. Don't lead with this or you're going to attract gold diggers. Okay. Be smart about it. Don't lead with how much money you have. Okay. Don't. Now what you can do, let's say you are filthy stinking rich and um, you do like to wear fancy things like Rolex watches and shit. I don't wear Rolexes. I like to to me, like that kind of shit is not, it's not worth the money. You know what I mean? Um, But some, but maybe you you have that kind of stuff. It's cool to roll into a date wearing your fucking Rolex and stuff and having the chick notice that you have a a fucking $20,000 Rolex. That's a discovery Trump's disclosure thing. You're not you're not like pointing it out like, "Hey, look at my fucking Rolex." Like she just notices that kind of thing. You see what I'm saying? That's okay. But you're still taking her to drinks only for the first date. Right? Life experience, having more life experience can make you a more interesting and engaging person. You likely have stories to share and wisdom to offer, which can enrich the depth of your conversations. Think the most interesting man in the world, right? If you're not interesting right now, okay? If you're just getting into the stuff, you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, and you are just the kind of guy that watches Westerns and Fox News every day, dad. (laughs) If you're that guy, you're not interesting. You're boring. Okay. You're boring. You need to fix that. You need to find something. You start new hobbies, doing fun, adventurous activities. All right. Confidence. As you age, you often become more comfortable in your own skin. This increased confidence can be attractive to others and can make the dating process more enjoyable. Hey, good morning, Sergio. Yes, please like the video, guys. Thank you. There's uh 22 people watching right now. There should be at least 22 likes on this video. If not, you are wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Less pressure to conform. As you get older, societal expectations and pressures may diminish, allowing you to be more authentic and unapologetic. Unapologetic about who you are on my dating profile <laughs> on my dating profile. I, I would put on there. I'm a t-shirt and jeans guy. Don't expect anything else. And then, you know, as a, uh, you know, the next sentence down, it's like my t-shirt collection is borderline absurd, but I own it. You know what I mean? Like it was, I was just putting, setting that clear distinction from the beginning. I'm not where I'm not your suit and tie guy. I'm not wearing a suit and tie. Now, did I wear t-shirt and jeans on on dates? Jeans, yes. T-shirt, no. <laughs> I would wear, usually I'd wear like a Henley shirt or like a long sleeved, you know, solid black t-shirt or something like that. Something that looked a little bit nicer than a graphic t-shirt. I wouldn't I wouldn't go on a date looking like this. Okay. That's important. You want to put your best foot forward on a date. You know what I mean? But still, I this is what this is me. This is me. Fuck it, take it or leave it. Okay. If you apply the very useful, that in my opinion, I think it's a very useful rule, right? If you apply the very useful half your age plus seven rule, as you get older, that gap gets wider. Your pool, your dating pool actually gets wider the older you get. It's kind of a benefit. Right <clears throat> now, half your age plus seven is completely arbitrary. All right. You could if you can pull younger chicks if you want, and if you're attractive. You can literally have whatever you want in this world as long as you become the kind of guy that would get that, right? If you become the guy that would get those things, you can have it, right? So if you're a guy in your 60s and you're fucking jacked like Drew Bay, right? And you have a lot of things going for you. You're you're financially free. You could pull a chick easily, easily in her early 20s if you wanted to, okay? If you're like, if you get that fucking fit and stuff like that, like you're... You're, you're literally in the top, you know, 2% of dudes, especially in your 60s. If you're 60 and you're jacked, dude, no other guy around you in your 60s is fucking jacked. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're really setting yourself apart if you get to that level. Okay. You don't have to, you don't have to do that. But if you, if you, if you want a 22 year old chick who's, who likes you for you, it, it would, it would it would help you out. It would help you out to do that. Okay. Right. If you're in great shape, have great game and frame, you can pull 18 to 24 year olds, your whole life, your whole fucking life. Okay. You're only limited by what you put your mind to and what's, what's legally acceptable. Okay. Uh, But forget, forget what society says, do what's best for you. You have to forget what society says. Cause like, Oh, old guy dating girl in her early twenties. That's creepy. Fuck off fuck off. You're just jealous. You're just jealous that you couldn't do it. Right. Now I personally, th- this is personal, right? This is my personal preference. I'm not saying what's right or wrong here. Right. You live your, you live your life. You got to be your own mental point of origin here. But personally I found chicks under 27 to be kind of insufferable. Right. After I turned 40, after I turned 40 chicks under 27, I found just to be completely insufferable. Okay. That's just me. So I followed the half my age plus seven rule. Nurse chick follows in that range. She's nine years younger than me and it works out pretty well. Let me tell you. <laughs> now, if you're, if you're 40, okay. If you're 40, half your age plus seven is 27. So your dating range can, can be 27 to 40. If you want, that's a solid pool of women, right? That's a solid pool of women. That's uh that's 13 years worth of women that you can choose from, <clears throat> okay? If you're 50, half your age plus seven is 32. 32 to 50, that's 18 years of women it, it, that you can choose from, okay? If you're 60, half your age plus seven is 37 to 60. That's 23 years worth of women. So as you get older, that half your age plus seven rule keeps getting wider and wider and wider, okay? Okay. It's pretty awesome. And like I said, you can date younger if you want. You can. All right. (laughs) But wait a second, Paul. I thought the manosphere says that we should only be going after 24-year-olds because of fertility or whatever. (laughs) Dude, when you are 60, when you are 60, are you really concerned with fertility? Are you? No, probably not. Don't be retarded. Don't be retarded. Come on, guys. Wait, if a girl is 37, hasn't she hit the wall and, and has kids and is all run through or alpha widowed or whatever? <laughs> look, here's a couple of pictures I found online that are 37 and still look rather fuckable. I put this out on, on Twitter yesterday and it got a lot of responses, right? This chick here is 37. This chick right here is 37. Would you hit it? Drop a drop a one in the, in the chat if you would. Come on now. Come on now, drop a one in the chat. What about this chick? This chick's 37. This chick's 37. You're 60 years old. Doesn't this chick basically look like she's 24 still? Wouldn't you hit that? Wouldn't you hit? I would hit that. Look at this chick right here. Yeah, look at that. Look at all the ones. in the chat. <laughs> ah, she ran through. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is a blue pill society rule, you know. But date who you who who you want, who you want. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a rule of thumb. I personally found that it worked pretty good for me. Right? Okay. Would you guys hit this chick? I would hit this chick. Look at this. Rolo replied to this, and he goes, "Look up Jamie Villamore." So I did. Well played, Rolo. Well played. This chick's thirty-seven, right? Yeah, I know a woman who is 40 and she's fine. Yeah. Because you want to know why, guys? You want to know something? The wall doesn't mean that she's ugly. The wall starts up here in her head, right? It's when a woman realizes that uh, she can't compete with a 24 year old version of herself. That's all that means. That's all that means, right? Doesn't mean she's not still fuckable, still hot, you know? So if you're 60, Man, 37 is young as fuck if you're 60. Like, that's still pretty good. That's still pretty good. You're still winning at life. Right? Is she alpha widowed? Now, are these chicks alpha widowed? Possibly. Possibly. A chick could be alpha widowed at 22 years old, though. You know what I mean? Johnny, what does Rollo say? Johnny, who died at Dead Man's Curve, could have been her alpha, and she's still pining over that guy. Right? A chick, alpha widow basically means that a guy so, uh, basically uh, was was so fucking alpha that she imprinted on that guy, and she's going to be pining over that guy until she finds a better guy. That's really what that means. That's all that means, okay? A lot of guys are like, ah, she's alpha widowed. You'll never do better. Well, not with that kind of attitude you won't, right? Listen, but think about this, okay? 97% of dudes out there have no fucking game. 97% of guys have no fucking game at all, okay? So the chances of her really being alpha widowed is kind of slim, you know, in my opinion. And a lot of guys may start out as alpha, right? And they might be still considered alpha in their male circles or at work or whatever. But through betatization, through a thousand concessions, become beta to their girl, right? There's plenty of guys out there that are blue-pilled alphas. You know what I mean? They they start out as very attractive. They're They're leaders of men, but in their own household, they're fucking wimps. They put their girl on a pedestal. They uh, start doing things to try to make her happy all the time. Happy wife, happy life, that kind of shit. And then they, their girl just slowly loses attraction from over time. So you got to consider that kind of stuff, right? You can absolutely out alpha. And I put it in quotes because fucking alpha beta is kind of a dumb term. But <clears throat> you can't out alpha a previous alpha, right? Because hypergamy is only asking one question. Is he the best I can do? If that answer is yes, he is absolutely the best I could do, and he's better than any guy I've ever been with, guess, guess who's alpha widowing people now? You are, okay? <laughs> so the whole idea of an alpha widow is not a straitjacket, all right? Let's see. Was, if she's 37 and only had two men her whole life, and those two guys were just normal dudes, you can easily have not only a catch, but a woman you are easily able to beat her exes in. because. Few, I'm guessing he's going to continue that. <laughs> but yeah, few guys, I think I know where he's going with that. Few guys know what the fuck they're doing, right? Won't women after 35 have kids, Paul? Paul, won't single moms? Rich Cooper says that we can't date single moms. That's what Rich Cooper says. If Rich Cooper told you to jump off a bridge, would you jump off a fucking bridge? Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Look, not necessarily, not necessarily, okay? Women after 35, I've met plenty of women that never had kids, okay? But to me, that's a red flag if they have it, okay? If they haven't had kids by 35, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, why why couldn't you lock a guy down? Usually, they're boss bitches that put career first, and they never wanted kids, and now it's too late. It's now it's too late and they're regretting their, their life choices. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's kind of a red flag. By a lot, by 37, though, by 37, a lot of the time their kids are on their way out. Their kids are in high school and they're going to graduate here in a couple of years. They're going to be off at college or whatever. They're going to be out of the house pretty soon. Okay. And on top of all of that, nobody says you have to parent another man's kids. Nobody. Who the fuck says like, oh, well, just because you get in a relationship, you have to parent her kids. Fuck off. No, you don't. There's things called boundaries and you can set those boundaries and be like, hey, you know, like, let's let's keep this relationship between us. You know, if you have kids, cool. When you're with your kids, you're with your kids, right? You ever think about that, guys? There's a lot of nuance in this fucking space. There's a lot of it. And you can make it work for you and, and and set your own values, be your own mental point of origin. You know what I mean? So just because Rich Cooper doesn't like like single moms and you know, like who fucking cares? That's Rich Cooper. Who are you? Are you Rich Cooper? No, I'm not Rich Cooper. I like Rich Cooper, he's a cool dude, you know. He has fucking badass cars, but you know, whatever. Like <laughs> you don't have to do what just because Rich Cooper says it, okay. What if you want kids yourself, okay? If you're in your 60s, you might want to rethink that. Like, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but you might want to rethink that, right? By the time your kid graduates high school, you'll be 77 years old, okay? That's my my dad's age. That's my dad's age. Do you want to be dealing with teenagers in your 70s? I don't. (laughs) I I fucking don't. You can still do it, though right but try to get a woman in her early 30s then like forget the half your age plus 7 rule if you if you still want kids forget the half your age plus 7 rule right because um you want to get a girl in her early 30s like the older women get the more chances their eggs are running out if they still have eggs and the chances of birth defects goes up so you have to think about that okay that's a that's a strong consideration but that means that you have to become the kind of guy that could get a chick younger, right? <clears throat> if you're uh if you're in your 40s, okay? And you go back to the the range of 27 to uh you can go back to the range of 27 to 40, just stay closer to the bottom of that range, right? Those chicks usually have baby rabies anyway, so you're in good shape, right? Like a chick that that hits 29 and she hasn't had kids yet, like she's starting to, she's starting to feel the call of the wild, you know, <laughs> she's uh, she, that biological click is or biological time clock is, is ticking pretty hard. So you're actually, that's actually a pretty good, pretty good age. You know what I mean? What if you aren't that interested in sex anymore? You know, you don't care about sex so much, but, but you also don't want to be lonely. Uh, we did a rule zero on alpha widows there. AJ, there was a, we did a whole rule zero on uh, Hollywood alpha widows, but I haven't specifically done one. I don't like, I don't like focusing on that kind of shit. You know, I think like a lot of that kind of stuff, it's, uh, it's good to know, but it it can be a self-limiting belief for a lot of guys. You know what I mean? It's not helpful. So what if you aren't interested in sex anymore? You don't care about sex, but you also don't want to be lonely. I would say. Get your testosterone levels checked. Get your testosterone levels checked. You probably have low T if your libido's in the toilet. <clears throat> Is that the real Mish? Is that the real Mish? Let me see here. Is that the real Mish? <laughs> it turns out, guys, yeah, get your T levels checked because it turns out that women actually like sex. It turns out, you know, most guys think that women aren't that into sex. It turns out they they are into it. So, if you don't want some chick just using you for your money and fucking the pool boy, you're going to have to snap out of your funk a little bit. So get your T-levels check. All right. That's pretty much what I got here, guys. You older guys have a lot more going on for you than you think. All right? If you're, if you're just new to the space, you're an older guy, and you're finding this video, you have a lot more going on for you than you think. If you're older and you want to start turning things around, have better sex, start winning at life, it's it starts here up here. It starts up here in your head, starts with your mindset. Okay. And where you go from now, well, that's up. That's up to you. Do you apply this knowledge? Do you apply it? Because that's the only way to win. You gotta you gotta take this knowledge that I'm talking about and you gotta apply it. Okay. You can't just read books agnosium. nauseum. You actually have to go out and practice this shit. Okay. All right, guys, tune into the podcast Friday. We are continuing our series on the science of getting rich. We're up to chapter seven now, which is all about gratitude. It's all about the attitude of gratitude. Um, Should be another fun episode. So um, that one's going to lead us into the new year. Um, If you guys haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Thank you to everybody that sounded off in the live today. That actually, I love that. I love the interaction with you guys. It actually makes these um, more fun. I don't like just talking into a camera. Thank you for guys who sent super chats. I appreciate that. Uh, Get on the email, or I'm sorry, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list list.comonmanpod.com. I'll send you a bunch of free stuff. Get the book, guys. Everything I Wish I Knew When I Was 18. If you need a, a good place to start, you know, when it comes to dating and spinning plates, the, the dating and spinning plates chapter is the longest chapter in this book. When Thor read it, it, it it was three hours. It's three hours long. It's pretty comprehensive, but it's not, it doesn't go so in depth of like a, like an actual dating book, but it's a good place to start. Read that chapter, you know, and, and start practicing what I, what I'm talking about in that chapter. And you're going to, you're going to do great. You're going to absolutely do great. Okay. Check out my practical law of attraction course, LOA.comeonmanpod.com. <clears throat> Join the beer club, guys. It's only 10 bucks a month. Beer.comonmanpod.com. And if you guys want help with any of this kind of stuff, I work with people one-on-one. I do have a guy in my coaching program that is 60 years old and he's fucking killing it. He's fucking killing it. He's like, man, that's that's the kind of guy who you tell him, hey, man, do X, Y, and Z. And he fucking executes. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't argue with you. He doesn't give you excuses. He's just like, okay, that's my homework. I'm going to go do that. And he fucking does it. Like that's, that's a coachable person. And that's why I say that you can teach old dogs new tricks. Okay. He's fucking killing it. All right, guys. So if you guys want uh coaching gumroad.com I have two tiers available. That's all I have. We will see you guys. Where is this at? We'll see you guys Friday for the live stream. All right another live stream. This has been the come on man podcast. Now go out and get it.